I could never homeschool. I'm not smart enough. I don't have time. I don't do it the right way. Those are just some of the most common lies that homeschool CEOs tell themselves. And today, I'm here to debunk the five most common lies that homeschool CEOs tell themselves and the truth behind them. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to the Homeschool CEO Podcast, the podcast dedicated to entrepreneurs who want to successfully homeschool their kids while running a profitable business. In this podcast, we'll reveal the truth of what it really looks like behind the scenes of an entrepreneur who homeschools and how to make it all work. If you're an entrepreneur who currently homeschools or you want to start, you are in the right place, my friend. With 16 years experience combining entrepreneurship with homeschooling, I'm your host, Jen Myers, and this is the Homeschool CEO Podcast. There's a special kind of guilt that comes from being a homeschool CEO. It's mom guilt multiplied. Seriously, I feel like sometimes it's just mom guilt squared over and over and over again. Because not only are we working, but we're running businesses that sometimes mean we have to focus on our business when we have a client crisis or something that we have to deal with. And that little one says, mommy, play with me. Or maybe it means our kid is a teenager and they're suffering and we need to stop our business. And we're trying to deal and take care of this child that we love so much, but our business needs us. It's this tearing back and forth. And this mom guilt is unbelievable. And today, I just want to be here with you and let you know that it's okay. We all experience mom guilt from the person who's building their empire to the person who's already on the top, who has maybe a seven figure business. We all have those tendencies to take that mom guilt on us. And I am just here to talk to you about how we don't have to do that anymore as moms. It's okay to be a homeschool CEO. It's okay to run your business and homeschool your kids. And I believe a lot of this guilt that we feel is due to the five lies that we tell ourselves. Now, there's a lot more than five, but today that's what I'm going to cover. So I feel like after talking to so many moms who run their own business and entrepreneurs who are homeschool CEOs, I find that these are five of the most commonly held lies that we tell ourselves. One, I'm not a good teacher because I'm not patient enough. I'm not smart enough. Or you can fill in the blank. We tell ourselves we aren't a good teacher because of all of these things. You know, we can run our business, but maybe teaching is one of those things where you just second guess what that looks like for you and whether or not you're capable to do both. And here's the truth. You were your child's first teacher, right? You taught them everything at the beginning. I mean, who taught that kid of yours how to eat? Who taught them how to walk? Did you teach them how to talk? These are major milestones that you taught them. Nobody had to tell you how to teach your kid. Did you know that by the time your kid is five years old, a child's brain has reached 90% of its adult size? So some may say that the majority of your child's learning has taken place before you ever send them off to preschool. The fact is, you are your child's first teacher. You know, you don't need a teaching degree, it doesn't matter. Anyway, let's be real. Every teacher who graduates college with a teaching degree, they still have to learn how to teach. And all you have to do is be one step ahead or find somebody else who is. Like, you don't have to do it all. And as far as the lie that we say we're not 
smart enough or we're not patient enough or I'm not a good teacher. You learn as you go, just like that teacher who graduates from college with that college degree that says they can teach. They haven't actually taught yet. I mean, aside from their student teaching, they haven't actually been on the ground. You already have experience teaching your children. Perhaps you taught them to tie their shoe. Perhaps you taught them to ride a bike. You can do this. Will there be days where you don't feel patient? Yeah, of course there will be. But we learn, and that's okay. The second lie that I have found so many homeschool CEOs tell themselves is, I have to be an expert at everything, or homeschooling means I'm responsible for teaching them everything. They kind of go hand in hand. But the truth is, you don't have to do it all. As a homeschool CEO, I've built two businesses and homeschooled four kids, and I'm telling you, I didn't do everything. Well, wait. The truth is, I did try to do it all at the beginning, and I found that that was the fastest way to frustration and burnout. And so most homeschool CEOs that I have found, because we tend to be type A driven personalities, we want to do it all. We have this super mom persona that we feel like if we aren't doing everything for our kids, maybe we're a failure. But that is a lie. You were never meant to do it all. You're the public school teacher that your kid maybe goes and sees every day. They don't do it all. There's a gym teacher and a math teacher and a social studies teacher. You don't have to do it all, and that's okay. In fact, most homeschool CEO parents are doing way too much. In fact, I've been homeschooling for over 16 years, and I can still remember how overwhelmed and stressed I felt out at the beginning. It was for so many years because I was trying to run my business. I was trying to homeschool all four kids. I was running a homestead. It was craziness. In fact, those same feelings, that overwhelm and frustration and that stress, you know, I find so many homeschool CEO moms still need to conquer that. So I would just encourage you to let that stuff go. But, you know, as you embrace a more relaxed approach to homeschooling, that's going to benefit you and your kids. So let's work together to carve out time and talk about that. But the lie that I want to debunk right now is you don't have to do it all. You don't have to be an expert at everything. You have access to the most amazing expert teachers all around the world. Hire that stuff out. It's affordable, a lot more affordable than you think. Whether you need to ask for help in the home, whether you need to ask for help with your kids, ask for help, hire help, barter. You can get help because you don't have to do it all and you don't have to be an expert at everything. The third lie that I found a lot of homeschool CEOs tell themselves is I'm working too much. And oh, mama, I have been there. I have been there when I'm trying to do a podcast or I'm trying to write an email or maybe I'm on a Zoom call with a client and my kids need me. And there are days when I feel like I'm working too much. But you know, that is a lie that we tell ourselves. The truth is we are teaching our kids by example that it is okay to follow our passions and our goals. We're teaching them that it's okay to be driven. I know that sometimes we feel like we're not spending enough time with our kids, but the fact is balance is an illusion. It is unattainable. Time is limitless. There will be times when you'll spend more time with your kids and your business will take a back seat. And then there'll be other times when the homeschool takes the front and your business might take a back seat. It may be days at a time. It might be seasons. For example, back when my husband was in his 20s, he broke his back. 
We had four kids under the age of 10 and a thriving ATV power sports business. For nine months, my husband didn't walk. We had to go to physical therapy three times a week. We were in and out of hospitals. It was a rough season of our life. It was an entire school year. Thankfully, some of it was over the summer. He broke it in May. But that next year, we didn't do a lot of homeschooling. You know, my main priority was taking care of my family and running our business because we had bills to pay. And we worked with clients and worked on four-wheelers. The family worked together. We had to hire some help. But the fact is that was a season of life when I didn't do a lot of homeschooling. And that's okay. But you know what? Then the next year, maybe we spent a little more time in the business than we did with our on the homeschooling aspect. The main part is, is to make sure that you are spending time with your kids, but really focus on the quality time, not just the quantity. And remember, and another trick I've learned with this is to one, make a schedule so that you don't feel bad about when is work time and when is school time. You know, when is family time? When is business time? And I also recommend that you use that schedule as a guide not a dictator, but it helps to carve out the times. It helps when, for example, when my kids were little, after lunch, they had quiet time. It was non-negotiable from 12.30 to 2.30. Everybody went to their rooms and that was my time to work on my business. You know, when they were little, they took naps. As they got older, that was their time to draw. Some They played quietly in their room. Maybe they did independent reading. Uh, now, back then we didn't really have audiobooks, but now we would listen to audiobooks, that kind of stuff. But it's okay to take that quiet time where a child learns to be on their own while you're doing work. And that really helps with that mom guilt of not feeling like you're not spending enough time with your kids. And then the fourth lie that so many homeschool moms tell themselves is I'm a bad mom because I don't want to be around my kids 24 7. I want to focus on my business. In fact, it broke my heart a while back. I was talking to a mom that I just love dearly, and she's a homeschool CEO. And she said to me, I'll never forget it. She said, I put my kids back in school. She had homeschooled them. And then she told me, you know, I put my kids back in school because I felt like I was a bad mom because it didn't light me up to teach them as much as it lit me up to work on my business. And when I heard that, my heart just broke because I said, that's okay. Because sometimes we have these unrealistic expectations that we are just going to love homeschooling or we're going to love being around our kids 24-7. And the fact is, that's just not always the case. Whether you run your own business, whether you're just a stay-at-home mom and you don't have your business, whether you're working from home for an employer The fact is we all have different needs and that's okay. Like, let's just agree right now that we're all different and we need to accept where we are. You're not ignoring your kids. You're not a bad mom because you don't want to be around them 24-7. In fact, like I just told you, every afternoon, I had two hours carved out every single day where I worked on the business and the kids had quiet time and that helped me recharge. Now, sometimes during those days, if I'd had a really rough morning, maybe I'd take a quick 15-minute nap. Maybe I'd go for a walk. Maybe I would do, now I would probably do like a quick meditation just to kind of get present and centered and grounded. But I don't feel that guilt of, I don't want to be around my kids 24-7, and that's okay. I don't want to be around my 
husband who I love dearly, I don't want to be around him 24-7. And that's okay too. It doesn't mean we don't love them. It simply means that we're human. And sometimes, especially if you're like me and you're an introvert, you just need some space. You know, some other ways that you can do that is you can enroll your kids in evening activities. That's what we did. So during the day, we didn't do a lot of homeschool co-ops and field trips and all of that stuff. Although they were amazing opportunities, I needed to teach my kids and focus on my business because my clients worked regular business hours. And so what we did is we enjoyed activities like that public school kids normally would have. So we did 4-H and sports with the YMCA, stuff that they could do on the evenings and weekends. But I learned to just love that time where I could let somebody else teach my kids and just be either I wanted, I talked to other moms or maybe I used that time to get away and work a little bit on my business. And I just learned to let go of that guilt. And I have just found that so many moms, especially homeschool CEOs, because they don't want to be around their kids 24-7 and they want to focus on their business, that that makes them a bad homeschool mom. And I am here to tell you, it does not. It just makes you you, and that's okay. And then the last lie, and this is probably the biggest lie that I hear homeschool CEOs say all the time, especially right now with a bunch of us homeschooling, never really expecting to homeschool where we are at the moment. I hear homeschool CEOs say, or actually I probably hear more often potential homeschool CEOs, moms say, so moms, entrepreneurs who already have a business, but they're thinking about homeschooling. I hear them tell themselves this lie. I don't have enough time to homeschool the quote unquote right way. The truth is with the right business systems and homeschooling systems, you can make it all work. Keep in mind, my friend, that every family is different. And different does not mean wrong. A lot of people think homeschooling should take all day because public school takes all day, but it doesn't. On average, we homeschool less than two hours per day, and then the rest is educational free time. You know, a lot of people think that, you know, you can't pursue your goals and your dreams, but I'm here to tell you that you can. With the right systems and the right strategies and the right community and support behind you, you 100% can be you. You can pursue your goals and your dreams. You can take naps. Your days can be shorter than mine. Maybe you have a little one and you really are only homeschooling an hour a day. That's okay. Or maybe you have olders that you're homeschooling. You're teaching them maybe 15, 20 minutes just to explain a concept, but then they're doing the work on their own. Everybody is different. We all have a crazy life. Maybe you have a new baby. Maybe you have a new business. Maybe you're pregnant and you're just like throwing up constantly. You know, I've been there, done that too. You know, homeschooling can be whatever you want it to be. There is no right way. We're all different. Just like you may have a brick and mortar business, whereas someone else may have completely online. Um, someone may have a one. Of, I'm thinking of, I have a homeschool CEO friend who has a thriving dance business that she serves the local community. So she works in the evenings from 3 to 8 p.m. That's when her dance time is, you know, so she would not work on her business during the day. She was with her daughter during the day and then she would have her business at night. You know, maybe yours is flip-flop, but there is no wrong way to homeschool. Maybe you're an on-hands unit study doing the crafts with your kids, or maybe you're doing it completely online, which is where we are at this point. There's just no wrong way to homeschool. So this idea that 
you aren't doing it right or you don't have time to do it right, you do. You have time to do whatever is important to you with the right systems and strategies. So those are the five most common lies that I found that homeschool CEOs tell themselves. And I just want to go over a few other things. First of all, you know those other homeschooling moms that you've seen, you know, the ones that kids line up perfectly and follow them through the grocery store, those ones that seem like they have it all together. Here's another secret. They don't. We all struggle. We all have good days. We all have bad days. And I love what I heard another homeschooler say, you know, homeschooling is a marathon. It is not a sprint. If today you didn't get that math worksheet done, that's okay. There's always tomorrow. You know, don't put that pressure on you. And it's okay. Like if you have littles, honestly, forget about preschooling, all those workbooks. You know, it's okay to just read to your kids. You know, you might want to purchase some educational DVDs. For example, um, our number three, he started reading at three years old, but I didn't teach him. I believe it's wholeheartedly because he did leapfrog, you know, back when we had CDs that you put into the computer. That's what he learned on. And that's okay. You know, you don't have to teach math and reading and spelling and grammar, everything, every single day. Maybe you want to just focus on a couple of subjects at a time and go deep. And there are so many systems and strategies for you. You know, states do have different requirements that you need to meet. But you can do it without overloading your kids. And then I would love to encourage you as homeschool CEOs, get your kids to work as independently as possible, whether that means giving them some online programs, whether that means maybe having them work on their interests and passions independently. Anything you can do to have your kid work more independently is going to free up your time. And I just want to let you know that I think, too, that so many entrepreneurs think like there's no way to make this work. Right now, as I'm recording this, there's this, there's this meme going around online that basically says that there's no way that we're being asked to do the impossible to homeschool and run a business. But I am here to tell you, you know, I've been doing this for 16 years and I know so many other CEOs that are doing the same thing, entrepreneurs who are successfully homeschooling their kids. And if this is a life that you want, I promise you with the right systems and strategies and the right community behind you, you 100% can do this. Now, I have shared five of the most common homeschool CEO lies that I've personally heard. I want to know what you tell yourself or what are some other homeschool CEO lies that maybe you've heard your friends say. You know, those entrepreneurs who are thinking about homeschooling and they say, I could never do that because dot, dot, dot. I want to know what you think. What is holding back the entrepreneurs of this next generation from homeschooling their kids? I'd love for you to send me a message on Instagram at homeschoolceo, and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Hey friend, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I really appreciate it. And for more information on connecting with other homeschool CEOs just like you, be sure to check out our website at www.homeschoolceo.com. And as always, Team Homeschool CEO, you ladies inspire me. Thank you for always showing others what is possible. You guys are awesome. See you next week.